Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, everybody. Another fun-filled, exciting episode of the Cutting Out Early Podcast. With yours truly, Max Major, we have Zach Montgomery, we have Alex Newth, all together here on a gorgeous, an absolutely gorgeous Tuesday here in Michigan. Uh, at least in the southwest, southeast side of Michigan. I'm not sure how it is in Grand Rapids. I hope it's at least this good. Getting like 80 degree days right now. Beautiful, gorgeous. Uh, yeah, no, the weather's great over here. It's nice and warm, little little muggy, but not bad. I can't complain about that. Uh, especially on April 27th, 2021, in the afternoon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Glad to have you guys aboard for another episode 37. Uh, rolling right along here. It's really incredible. Uh, but uh, hope everyone out there is doing well. And we have a good amount to get into today. I know that um, well, we'll get into some of the stuff from uh, the past week, including uh, the Oscars, which I guess the real story is nobody watched. But we'll touch on that in a bit. I know that right off the bat, we have some topics left unfinished. From last week, and this was really related to one of the stories that MLI put out there regarding Michigan and the best vacation spots. We kind of teased the topic last week, talking about how they're running their survey. And Alex, they're they're still. I mean, this is going to take months for them to like get the the final results, and because nominations have just been sent in, right? Yeah, exactly. And I've even seen some stories tweeted out just today that now they're looking for Michigan's best vacation spots in all the different regions of Michigan. Ooh, no kidding. Okay. Yes, they're doing it by region. So, you know, we could do that too. We could have like a whole series of episodes. What's, what's... Where's is is your favorite place to visit in West Central Michigan? <laughs> is the thumb a region? Yeah, of course the thumb's a region. You know what's kind of funny? I, I listen to Carson Or do you mean is it included in this nomination? Well, I don't know. Like how big are the regions? Yeah, what are the regions in the MLive story? Uh, I saw one that was like Southeast Michigan. I saw the Eastern UP. I'll look and see what some of the other ones are, but those are the ones I remember off the top of my head. I um I, I always listen to Carson Anderson sometimes on 97.1, and they, they talk about the thumb from time to time. And Kang, their producer, uh, he, he likes to go to the thumb. But the question really is, is the thumb underrated or overrated? And their conclusion was that the thumb is rated Perfectly as it should be. <laughs> there, there's no debate. It's it's rated as it is. It's not rated too high, you know, but people talk about it from time to time, and people say, oh, you should go there, but it's not like this crazy thing. Everyone should go there. It's just 
perfectly rated. As as somebody with experience in the thumb, I love the thumb. So you think that <laughs> this is a? W- would you say it's properly rated, overrated, underrated? Um, I don't know. I don't think many people know about it. There, well, that's there's the nothing point. Really, that's the point. And there's nothing really attractive about the thumb. I mean, there <laughs> is Lake Huron, but I mean, we're in Michigan, where you, you go to any coast, there's a lake, right? But uh, I think never that, further than five miles away from a natural body of water in Michigan. Bloop. Just saying. Oh, there you go. But the the point I'm making is I, the thumb is a good location to get somewhere very rural in not so much time. <laughs> rural. Rural. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah what, what was that, Zach? You want to you want to try again? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I the, can't uh, read it. There's r- no there's no r- words r- on it. <laughs> but the uh, rural the. Uh, no, but I, the, our, our family has a, has a cabin up there. You guys have been there, and and it, it's it's a very nice drive. It's only two hours. You get to where you want to be, and there's it, you, there's no other place you can get there in two hours, just like that. So that's why I like it. So is it properly? Well, how rated? do people rate? The yeah, thumb? probably. Like I, I can't say whether it's overrated or underrated because I don't know how people rate. Well, it. Well, Alex, that's the point. We're just saying, like you know, some people talk about it sometimes. It's it's talked about occasionally, <laughs> and people say, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's I think bad. that's all it deserves is to be talked about occasionally. Well, that's the point. So, okay, you would agree with Carson Anderson's assessment. I, I would probably, yeah, I agree with that, and I agree with Zach. It's it's really nice because it's close, um, but you get there and there's plenty of space. Like you can spread it out. Um, you know, there's still beaches and sun and anything you could want, but it's not like anything crazy, beautiful, or scenic or anything like that. Uh, full disclosure, Zach, I 100% agree. The short drive to, to your cottage, which I really enjoy. I, I, going up there is one of the highlights. I, I really love it. Uh, I mean, the beach right now has has evolved into less of a, uh, I don't know, a long, I don't want to call it a swamp. It's not a swamp, but 10 years ago, it was just like yeah. you had to walk a mile out you know, through these like reeds and rocks and everything to get to the water. Now the water is so much higher. The beach is pretty much right there, which the water, is great. Yeah, the water used to be like a foot lower than yeah. it is right now, which is kind of crazy to think about. It, it actually has gone down this summer, though, so it's going to be a little oh, lower. It? Yeah, you'll get back into what it used to be. But I agree. I, I think the short drive is great. I, I do think it's – you know, I, I – I'd venture to say that thumb is a little underrated. I do think there are a lot of good aspects of it. Um, I I do really enjoy going there. And Alex, you have a little experience going to the thumb because you used to do this every single year. I mean, that was your that was your time every summer. Oh yeah, my my family goes to Caseville every year. I just haven't been able to join the last couple summers, but but yeah, they go to Caseville every year. It's a it's a really good spot. It's a cool town. I mean, very similar type area to where Zach's cottage is, just directly across the thumb on like the on Saginaw Bay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the beaches are good. Um, you know, the towns are, are nice and, you know, very quaint. Um, you know, it's a good, good spot to be. And the cheeseburger fest in Caseville every year, oh, every no. summer. Yes. The cheeseburger fest in Caseville. <laughs> I, I have never been to the cheeseburger fest. What? I've been to some of the restaurants that participate in the cheeseburger fest. Well, cause my family goes to Caseville the last two weeks of July every yeah. year. And I think the Cheeseburger Fest is the first week in August. So it's pretty much immediately after we leave. So it's always like, you know, why go back? And very difficult to stay anywhere for three weeks. So. What is this? Cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I just imagine the town just gets overrun. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, Jimmy. The cheeseburger fest a big deal. Cheeseburger fest is a very big deal. Cheeseburger and Oh, that's Max, great. You've, you've had a cheeseburger that's one cheeseburger fest before. <laughs> uh, I had, and um, it was okay. I, I feel like I could get a little better burger uh, elsewhere. At least that's just me. But, I mean, it was good. Uh, you know, honestly, the the cheeseburger that I had that won it was a little, like, you know, uh, extravagant for my taste. Like, you know, like they put some, like, I think pineapple on it and a bunch of, like, wild ingredients that was a little more out there which is fine you know it was, it was a good burger but you know it's just you know, not not the best burger i've had i just i, I understand cheese oh, i mean caseville yeah they have they have the uh, uh cheeseburger in paradise eggs burger in paradise eggs <laughs> burger and it ain't nice <laughs> whoa <laughs> <laughs> sorry Nice. Except for frat boys and alcoholic chicks from the south. <laughs> <laughs> um, case, yeah, I, I understand. I got to make it up for the, the cheeseburger festival as well. See how how uh, popping it really gets. But okay, that's an area. Um, so Zach, I'll start with you. Um, and by the way, we do want to get to some of our listener submissions soon, so that is coming. Um, as a matter of fact, Alex, why don't we, let's do that first, and then, then I'll get over there. But I'm, I'm curious to see who, who wrote in and uh, all the uh, the fan mail that we got over the past week. We got a lot. Sure. I mean, it was it was really tough to yeah. sift through all the submissions. We oh, got I know. a lot. Yeah, I hear you. Very, very popular topic. Um, my favorite was your dad. He suggested a place I'd never heard of, but maybe you can tell me. It's, he said it's called Chicken Mooth. <laughs> uh, good one. Frankenmuth, Yes. But I mean, oh, it is chicken mooth. mooth. Okay, that it is sense. chicken mooth. I mean, okay, unless you're going there for Bronners, which I, you know, I know sometimes you just need a, a spice of Christmas in the middle of the summer, in the middle of July. I mean, <laughs> sure, you know, if you want to get your Christmas fill throughout the entire year, I think they're only closed one day a year, and I think it's Christmas. Uh, but other any other day, you want to go to uh, Frankenmuth and go to Bronners, that's your place to go. And <laughs> they have billboards for Bronners across the country. There's a billboard for Bronner's in Florida. At least there used to be. Really? Yeah, but it was like Bronner's in Frankenmuth, Michigan, in Florida along I-75. Just <laughs> take it all the way up. Just keep going. 2,000 miles north. You'll get there. Not quite that much. But yeah, you'll get there. The <laughs> world's largest Christmas store. It is. Uh, but I mean, other than that, you're going there for the chicken. I mean, that's all it is. You have Bavarian and you have Zenders and you're getting the family style chicken dinner. That's, I mean, I don't know anybody who has not had that in their life. You've had it, Zach. Of course. Okay. Alex has had it. I've had it. Everyone I've talked to has had a chicken dinner in Frankenmuth. It's almost like a rite of passage in, in, in Michigan here. <laughs> they have no, a water park or something in there, don't they? Yeah, they have this, uh, I think it's like an indoor, like indoor-outdoor water park at one of those hotels or mm. something. Um, there's actually a golf course near Frankenmuth that I'd like to play, but uh, Bavarian Inn or Zenders, which one's better? Which chicken dinner is better? <laughs> Rumor has it that the same owner owns both, so... Oh really? I don't know. That's a rumor I've heard. Same thing from somebody who lives in Frankenmuth. I went to college with who says, "Yeah, the, the same owner owns both." So they're very similar. Those those noodles though. Remember those noodles with the breadcrumbs? No, I don't. You know actually. what I'm talking about, Alex? Come on, those noodles, those buttery uh, noodles. No, I usually just focus on the chicken. Oh. 
<laughs> Usually. Sides. I've only been there once. Sides are just as good. You've only been there once? Yeah. And, but you got the that's chicken enough. dinner. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> uh, I don't disagree. It's not the best chicken in the world, but it's just the classic. Okay, so 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 that was my dad. I I think he was being a little sarcastic. It's it's Frankenmuth. There's <laughs> There's there's probably hundreds of better vacation spots in Michigan. But anyway, so Alex, does your dad go. love Frankenmuth? <laughs> not that I know of, not really. Oh, so he's he's just uh what is he doing? He's he's playing us. He's yeah. not giving us a real submission. He's being sarcastic. Hey, yeah. Does he think this is a joke? This is a very <laughs> serious topic. It's a good question. I'll have to talk to him later. I'm not sure. I scold him. Tell him this is a very serious <laughs> podcast. <laughs> From now on, we're only taking serious submissions. <laughs> okay. Uh, good to know. I, I yeah, next time I see a submission with your dad's name on it, I'm throwing it out. <laughs> I can't, very confident. Out of all the submissions we got, I can't believe that one made it to the air. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, and I, what's the other submission, Alex? Uh, well, we got some other ones. Uh, Mackinac was was suggested. That we can get into that later because that's a pretty common one. Uh, but another one was uh, was St. Joe's, which came from Anna, my girlfriend, which makes sense because she lived down there for for two years while working at whirlpool still works at whirlpool but anyway uh st joe's actually is a very under the radar vacation spot um it's very popular they have a, some great beaches uh they have a couple uh state parks nearby with some really great sand dunes they have wineries breweries i know Kristen bell vacations there <laughs> oh it's, it must be great they have celebrities roaming area <laughs> <laughs> you might bump into Kristen bell they have uh, some great golf courses. They have yes, uh, Harbor they Shores right there. How was your vacation? <laughs> but it's Zach. a great spot. I really like it. Zach can't breathe right now. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Sorry, Alex. You're missing a big show right here in person. <laughs> He's crying. <clears throat> Alex, I agree. I, I, I think that you're very right. I think it's a really cool town. I think Harbor Shores is fantastic. I, I, I really think that's one of the best golf courses in the state. I loved it. And, yeah, um, we got to play that soon. That pizza but place. But you've been traveling over to the west side, seeing some of the beaches, some of the dunes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but what's that Silver pizza Beach place? Pizza. Some of Beach the best pizza. pizza on the west side of the state. Um, it was very good, and one of the funny things was, I, Alex was raving about it. He was he was raving about it, uh, the Silver Beach Pizza, and and we go there about it was right before COVID started, and it was very good. But one of the things was like, Alex was like, yeah, they cook it on these these pans with these little lumps on the bottom of of the pan. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, it's really cool. So so we go there, and it comes in this like this sheet. Uh, like this pan sheet with these little like plastic lumps on it. It's this plastic serving tray. It mm. couldn't stand more than probably 150 degrees before melting. <laughs> and I tell you, you think they cook it on this? He's like, oh, I guess they don't. No, no, they <laughs> bake. They bake it on a similar tray. They bake it on a similar tray. That's not what you. Told and then me. transfer it to the serving tray. So you're telling me there's an oven-safe version that's identical to the serving version? That's my guess. I don't know for sure. <laughs> Um, can we get a forensic accountant to St. Joseph's to verify what the pizza is cooked on yeah, and why please. it is transferred to a different tray? It actually might not be at all. I really have no <laughs> idea. I just said I like the tray, um, and you took it to the next level. I Well, I did. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that. But, Alex, I um, I actually went to 
uh, a few places. Um, when was it? It was just a few weeks back. Uh, uh, Martin and I went to the west side of the state for just, I mean, it was a day trip. We we went to Firekeepers for the night, and then the next day, we on Saturday, we we, we drove along. Uh-huh, the, uh-huh. You're just saying that because I caught you on my neck of the woods, and you didn't stop in to say hi. We didn't have time. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. oh we I'm didn't sorry. have time. We didn't. Jeez, Alex, he didn't have time for uh-huh. you. We weren't spending. If listen, if we were okay. if we were spending the night on the west side, that's fine. But we 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 got home that night back to the the east side of the state. So you stayed at Firekeepers on Friday. Yeah, it's very nearby. Anyway, it's not Gun Lake. I'm not. I'm not. This is this is not looking good for you, man. It's not Gun Lake, which is uh uh expanding to a hotel and many more restaurants, which is very exciting news. <laughs> very exciting. We went to great the- blackjack tables. <laughs> no experience, I wouldn't know why, but they have great blackjack tables. We went to Van. <laughs> we went to Van Buren State Park, which was gorgeous. Uh, we we hiked up these dunes and along the coast of Lake Michigan on the west side of the state. There's some amazing state parks. Van Buren State Park was very cool. We we took some great pictures there, hiking up these really steep dunes and then then uh, running down. It was really fun. We actually stopped in South Haven. And I had never been to South Haven. We walked out to the lighthouse and back, and we had stopped at this um, cookie place in in South Haven. And um, I got to tell you, as somebody who's a stickler, a stickler for cookies, cookies. a stickler for cookies, this was fantastic. Excuse me, fantastic. Makes you a stickler for everything. Uh, Maybe so, but cookies is included, and cookies on (laughs) call in South Haven was outstanding. So hats off to cookies on call, which was oh my god. Still thinking about it. Big chocolate oh, got, chunk. Got cookies. time for uh, cookies on call, but not time for me. Mm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was. Don't take it personally. No, but I agree. There are a ton of really great dune spots over here. Uh, probably uh, Ludington is my favorite. Well, Ludington is another really cool vacation spot. They've got a great lighthouse, some great restaurants. We, I, I, I need to go to the uh, state park in Ludington. I've been to Ludington a few times. I've taken the badger out of Lund- Ludington. A great city. Uh, but on that same trip, Alex, we stopped at Saugatuck Dunes State Park. It was different than Van Buren in terms of Saugatuck Dunes was a lot more like hiking trails, which is kind of what we were looking for as well. I mean, it was just like half hiking through the woods and then the other half hiking along the sand, along this big bluff, uh, looking over Lake Michigan. It was absolutely gorgeous. Saugatuck Dunes, I mean, both state parks were cool. I think we preferred Saugatuck Dunes. All that, I mean, it's just north of Saugatuck. It, it was absolutely beautiful, beautiful state park. We went into Holland and um, went to this restaurant, and I'm telling you, and I don't know if you knew this, I'm a stickler for pizza. Uh, I love a good pizza. I mean, really, it is. Uh, <laughs> we uh, went to this place called uh, Hops at 84 East. We were going to go to the New Holland Brewing Pub, uh, but they were so booked, and I'm kind of glad we didn't. But Hops at 84 East, right downtown in Holland, had one of the best pizzas I've ever had. It was outstanding. They had a ton of beer on tap, uh, great bar, great great atmosphere. But this pizza, man, it was with a pesto sauce instead of pizza sauce. Um, Is it even pizza if it doesn't have tomato sauce? Sure. I think so. I think so. I don't know, man. Zach, I'm telling you, it was. I don't know. I'm gonna try to find a picture I think you're of it because it here. It was like it, a pesto pizza. Yeah, it was. A, it was a pesto pizza, but but the way they it's did like oh. a baked bread dish or something. The the that's way not, that's not pizza. Are you serious? Like cheesy bread. It's Are cheesy, you serious? It's basically cheesy bread. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, no. You, you had a really good like cheesy bread appetizer. <laughs> it was it was pesto roasted Pebble Creek mushrooms. 
bacon, Hops' cheese blend, and smoked paprika on DeBoer Bakery's crust. It didn't even crust. have tomatoes? Um, no, there were tomatoes on top of it. Yes, oh, there were. Okay. I'm sorry. That makes it. That's, that there might were fre- be, you might be able to make up for it. Fresh that. chopped tomatoes on top of it. Because margarita pizzas don't have sauce, but they have the tomatoes on. Right? Yeah. So, it, yeah, it had uh, tomatoes on it. It's okay. Okay. And a little, and a little fresh basil, too. It was outstanding. I w- I'm serious. It was like a top three pizza in my life. It was that good. Mm. So good. No, it wasn't pizza. Yeah, it was pizza. <laughs> guys. You guys, stop it. It's like pizza or the, the fake pizza with Alfredo sauce. Or the barbecue sauce. The chicken barbecue pizza. That's, it's, like, it's just bread with barbecue chicken on top and then cheese. I mean, that's pizza. I think pizza has a wide array. Pizza is a broad category. I don't think that's pizza. You don't think you don't think barbecue chicken what pizza about like is pizza? The, what about no. like the pretzel pizza from Little Caesars? That's pizza, but that's just gross. <laughs> I would never eat it. I, I never have. On a pretzel I've, crust. I've talked to people who have, who said it's awful. They also use nacho cheese sauce on that pizza, on that specific pizza, Ew, the pretzel pizza. What? They that's use, all right. They use nacho cheese sauce. Now they're getting ridiculous. I mean, that's they not use, pizza. They use mozzarella, but they also top it with, like, nacho cheese sauce. Just because it's yeah. flat bread with a bunch of shit on it doesn't mean it's pizza. What about uh, <laughs> what about Coney Island pizza? Yeah, what about a... Yeah, what about a Coney Dog pizza yeah. with chili on it? Yeah, the chili is the sauce. No, it's not pizza. What is it then? That's a flatbread Coney thing. <laughs> Have you tried Coney pizza? No. It's really good. Oh, I'm sure you would love it, Max. I mean, all it is really is just, not. I mean. <laughs> Alex, come on. <laughs> come on. It's, it's amazing. Well, okay. It probably sounds gross, but just, <laughs> it's, um, but imagine a Detroit-style deep dish-style crust. You know, the square. You always got to, whenever you start off with something, all right, it probably sounds gross. You know it's going to go well after that. So the Detroit style <laughs> crust, and then the base is the National Coney Island sauce, or whatever Coney sauce, topped with cheese, diced hot dogs, onions, mustard, and there you go. Outstanding. It sounds nasty. It's good. So, dude. so Max, or it's Zach, good. Zach, imagine you're eating a Coney dog with like knife and fork, right? Now, Imagine that, but with like three more inches of bun on either side of the hot dog, and that's what it tastes like eating that thing. But you're eating the same ingredients when you eat a a, a, a hot dog. You see, I think the fact that it's it's I it makes sense that it's Michigan st- or Detroit style pizza. Yeah. When the Coney dog, but it sounds nasty. Like I'd rather it. I don't even know what I would do. There's just nothing you'd well, probably do to make it. Well, I don't it think appeasing. it would. I don't think it would work with a with a, like a New York style round pizza because I think it would flop too much. It, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't sustain itself. I mean, there's a lot of content on top of this. Yeah, I can hear a that lot of structured, diced. What is it? Hot dogs, yeah. chili, diced onions, diced onions. It's the same ingredients as a coney dog. Yeah, I know. It's this. It's bread and the rest. It sounds nasty. I, I don't know how it sounds nasty to you. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't understand. I just it. does I, I, a coney dog sound nasty? Because it's the same ingredients. A coney dog. Think about it. I don't. To me, a coney dog is something you have to be in the mood for. Like I, I don't. I don't go out any day. Like you know, oh yeah, I can do a coney dog. No, you're like it's like you have to be in the mood for a coney dog. I think you're the odd one out here. You think so? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do, Alex, do you I, do you I mean, coney dogs whenever? I, I. No, not whenever. That's mostly just a health thing. <laughs> But they're good. Enjoy you enjoy them, them. though. See, there you go. <laughs> anyway, Alex. But I mean, I do, I do. I kind of agree with what you said that if you're going to do it, it has to be Detroit style pizza because it's the only time that the dough really makes sense. Because you need, if you're going to do it, it has to be a lot of dough. But yeah. the thing about it is that it's just too much bread. The bread is the worst part of the coney dog, and you're just giving me so much of it. <laughs> Pig snop. Oh, pizza. <laughs> 
Alex, what what, sounds like. what 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 additional submissions do we have for some of the nicest or best vacation spots in the state? Uh, didn't your mom write one in before? Uh... She did. She did. Uh, it was a great post. She was very detailed. It was. She uh, she, she agreed with. Uh, it was a really nice post. She agreed that uh, all of Lake Superior should be a, uh, a spot. <laughs> I mean, well, I think she was kind of kidding, because I mean, yeah, Lake Superior is a big lake. How yeah. can that be one spot? It can't Wait, be. Why are both one... of your parents kidding? Why Why are your parents treating this like a joke? <laughs> Alex, I I think, think that... this is a game. <laughs> They wrote in. Where's your parents writing in? Where's your oh, They were in there. They were in. part of the submissions. No. They oh, just didn't they? make the cut. Oh, okay. Oh, they didn't make the cut. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's that's even worse, I think. That's okay. Oh, my goodness. Your mom did make did write a really long message. Wow. How nice. Did you not read it? Obviously. Well, no. Zach runs the Facebook. Or, I'm sorry, our social media department runs yeah, the Facebook. Yeah, excuse me. They didn't, forward, they didn't forward this to me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was a really good post. I think there was a lot of uh, informative content on there, and and definitely, um, I'm I'm trying to switch out to um, the other uh, Facebook Messenger profile that I have here because I can switch between my personal one and then the uh, cutting out early one. But I'm having trouble on my laptop. I'll just use my phone. But anyway, do you have the post in front of you, Alex? Because I think it was really well done. I do. Yes, I do. I'm reading it right now. It is really well done. Do so, you, do you want to read it? Do you want to give it your special voice treatment that you? Yeah, give yeah. Let readings? me let me read it. Let me <laughs> let me pull it up, and um, I'm gonna just switch. I want to see how you read a post from your mom because you read all other posts just like I'm not using a voice. You're not? No. Oh, come on. What am I gonna give do? Everybody a voice. No, no, no. God, it's taking me so long. There's so many messages we got it just takes me forever to shift through them all i know i agree i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to pull it up but <laughs> it's just i think what honestly the cpu is probably getting a little overloaded because of the content of we have facebook cannot handle this so uh she wrote and this is this is my mom i'm totally in agreement with the person that listed lake superior as the best vacation spot i'm kidding but superior does have a lot see she was kidding mm. but superior does have a okay. lot to do with Thank where goodness. i love to vacation not only do I need to cross the Mackinac Bridge to get to where I feel away from it all, in quotes, but I also need to be near Lake Superior, going east to west across the UP from Whitefish Point, where they have the Freighter Museum, the bird watching That's galore. That's a great spot. I've, I've been to Whitefish Point. That's it is cool. a nice spot. It's, it's a cool it, place. It's absolutely gorgeous. They have the... the uh, their, uh, their lighthouse is really cool. Their lighthouse is really cool on the beach right there. It's it's the my mom says the freighter museum. It's it's technically I think the shipwreck museum up there because it's mm-hmm. it's like the closest land spot where the Edmund Fitzgerald went down. Edmund Fitzgerald. Uh, Chris Point, uh, which is a super remote lighthouse, forty five miles forty five miles from any electricity, takes a half of a day to get there and back at Crisp Point, Alex. So keep that one in mind. Oh wow, Grand Marais. I that one. Grand Marais, where they have uh, it's rock hunting paradise. Great bed and breakfast there. The start of the pictured rocks, and of course the pictured rocks. Hiking, nature. Uh, although my mom says they're becoming a little too crowded lately. Uh oh, a little too touristy, yeah. yep. which it is. When 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 Ann and I went there over the summer, it was very busy. I did hear that that was a lot because of COVID. It was one of like the main places that Michiganders could travel to. But it was it was a little crowded, but still, like once you got out into the trails, you were, you could get separated pretty easily, and it was it was so beautiful, it was amazing. I would go back in a heartbeat, and I mean, some of my I would say several of my favorite vacation spots in the UP would 
include pictured rocks uh, attractions? Um, Munising, uh, where my mom says my favorite beach of all time is, her favorite beach, Sand Point. Uh, by the way, speaking of the crowds, Munising is becoming, Munising used to be just, I mean, a tiny, tiny little town. I mean, really nothing there. They, they used to, I mean, they still have um, that one restaurant that I always, that we always went to. Um, God, I can't remember the name. Why can't I remember the name? The Dog Patch, I think. The Dog Patch Saloon. God, I haven't been there in so long. But that was like, like that was what I knew Munising for. Now it's becoming a hotbed of people traveling there during the summer to go to the pictured rocks and, and hike and go on these kayaking trips uh, to see the rocks and to go on these pictured rock cruises. And it's it's becoming overrun. I mean, the, the town honestly cannot keep up with um, <laughs> the number of people there. So that's it's just wild, uh, but yeah, my mom says Sandpoint, her favorite beach of all time. Uh, yeah, she, she also writes. I mean, if you're seeing pictured rocks, it, so if you're if you're seeing pictured rocks, you can pretty much either set up base either in Munising or in Grand Marais if you're yeah. staying in a hotel, or you could stay in like Paradise, maybe a little bit farther away. Um, but yeah, Munising is definitely becoming the most popular one because that's where you take the cruise from, and that's where most of the, that's closer to most of the more popular hiking trails through pictured rocks. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really it's bumping. There are a lot of new restaurants that look like they had just opened. It was it was really tough to get a hotel there too. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, my mom goes on Marquette. Uh, Marquette's a great town. I, I, I full disclosure, I have family in Marquette. We all do. Or my family does. And <laughs> wait, your family has family in Marquette? Yes, that's wild. I know, isn't it? Uh, so we go there all the time. We I've been doing that my whole life. I love Marquette. Mark, I almost consider Marquette like my third home. I guess Houghton would be my second home because I went to school there for four years. I lived there. Uh, my mom goes on Keweenaw Peninsula, which I agree with. So much hiking, waterfalls, history, remoteness. Porcupine Mountains, beauty and nature abounds. And last but not least, she says, the Black River Scenic Byway. The best waterfalls in the state. One after another, after another, after another, etc. Uh, my mom does love waterfalls, but I got to admit, a lot of them are very gorgeous. Coincidentally, of these places do have Lake Superior as the constant. Lake Superior is just that. Superior over all the other Great Lakes. Take that, Great Lakes. Hey. <laughs> For so many reasons. Oh, but, wow. for, <laughs> but for me, or her, my mom, it's simply the feeling I get by looking at it, swimming in it, listening to it. Something I don't get being at any other lake. As for my favorite place... It's out also of, the, the loss of feeling you get in your toes because it's so cold. Now grow up. Oh <laughs> my God, Zach. You're an adult. You're an adult man. Jesus. It's not that bad. Go there in August. Tox- I'm feeling some toxic masculinity going on right now. I don't really like it. Sorry about that. Are you okay? No. Okay. Just keep reading. As for my favorite place out of all I mentioned, I love the Keweenaw Peninsula. The remoteness, hiking opportunities, the very rugged landscape, the views, the copper mining history, and what's been left behind from that era. The waterfalls, the uh, Thimbleberry Jam, and of course, all completely surrounded by the greatest of all the Great Lakes, the awesome Lake Superior. Very nice. Wow, what a write-up. Yeah, I know, very nice I agree. It's, it's fantastic. So there we go. I mean, and and here here's Alex writing in our show prep. The UP, is it worth the drive? <laughs> <laughs> well, is I it? I wrote that just to get you to comment on it. Yeah, Come I'm going to comment that. on it. It's bullshit. Come on now. I like how the UP is. It's, it's just a vacation spot. The UP. It's more than just one spot. I mean, that's like calling Lake Superior a vacation spot. <laughs> I agree. I mean, just pick one spot. I, I agree with my mom. Lake Superior is fantastic. It's my favorite lake, too. But 
it's not just one spot. There's, there's plenty of spots. Uh, the Keweenaw Peninsula, and, and like I said, I'm biased. I, I spent four years at Michigan Tech and Houghton, but there are some outstanding trails and, and sites to see in the Keweenaw Peninsula. It's absolutely gorgeous, and i, I got to get back up there soon. I really do. So that's one of my spots. Um, as far as something else that I will say, I do think that um, – I mean, I mean, I go on about the UP. I, I, I really love the UP. It's, it's really, really nice. But, um, like, like the Leelanau Peninsula, just west, just west of Traverse City, is, is really a nice place too. I mean, you, you have Leland there. You have Northport. You have Sutton's Bay, and they're very small towns, but they're, it's just. I don't know. It's far enough away from Traverse City because Traverse City has become a tourist hotbed. It's, it's, it's. It's worse than any other place in the state. It's overrun. It used to be great, but for the past 20 years, it's so overrun now. It's it's like driving to, I don't know, driving to Troy. Drive to Troy with water. It's <laughs> just so many people. So I always, I don't, it's not my favorite go-to spot. I prefer the outskirts of Traverse City, like the Leelanau Peninsula. Leland, the fishing capital of the state, or maybe the country, I don't know, but but that's a great place in the Leelanau Peninsula. You have the Sleeping Bear Dunes right there in the uh, west side of that peninsula, too, and um, Petoskey Stones all over the place. Oh, So that's a place that I really enjoy as well. So I'm going to throw that in there, uh, you know, in, in my uh, hat of places to go. So I will yeah, definitely say I, that. I think that's a great addition. Plus all the all the wineries on uh, the Leonel Peninsula oh, and uh, the Mission Peninsula. Is that what it's called? Um, Old Mission Point, or whatever it is. Yeah, Mission Peninsula. Something yes. like that. Yep. Yeah. Between so west all, and all east. the wineries, basically, on um, like you know the U around Traverse City mm-hmm. are fantastic. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Alex, are there any others that you have? Um. Looks like somebody here wrote in Cedar Point. Oh my god! We were talking this before the show. Cedar Point's not in Michigan, Alex. I, I know want, it's not in Michigan. I don't even want to comment on it. I this. feel like a lot of Michiganders, especially Detroiters, consider it a local vacation spot. I I think this is maybe the dumbest I don't thing. Think that's wrong. I think this is the dumbest thing ever said on this show in all the thirty-seven episodes we've done. <laughs> it's not a Michigan vacation spot, but you could say it's local. Okay, but Alex here thinks that people. Within the state of Michigan, Michiganders think that Cedar Point is in Michigan. <laughs> is is that what you're telling me? I, I I haven't come across one person ever, and I've lived in Michigan my whole life, ever who's thought that Cedar Point is in Michigan. That makes zero not, sense. Is Chicago in Michigan? <laughs> Maybe. Is South Bend in Michigan? I don't know. Is is Sandusky in Michigan? There is a Sandusky, Michigan. Huh? A gorgeous Sandusky, Michigan. Well, in the go. thumb. In the thumb. There you go. <laughs> Alex, Same for Cedar Point can be in Michigan. I didn't get this, Alex. I I I I just didn't understand. I'm sorry. Maybe it's me. No, it's not only you. All right. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying myself that I think Cedar Point is Michigan is in Michigan. I just think some people might consider it almost like an extension of Michigan. Uh, we gave away Toledo for the UP hundreds of years ago. <laughs> Cedar Point's not even in Toledo. <sighs> I don't know. I I don't I. I don't know, even know why we're talking about Cedar Point, to be honest with you. I'm just saying. That's me. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> but, okay, it's on Alex's list. We have Cedar Point for Alex. Uh, <laughs> what, what other spots? It's not on my list. <laughs> what other spots? <laughs> Harbor Beach? Oh, you know, we got a, a couple. Here. We got Mackinac. We did skip over Mackinac. Port if, Austin? Uh, if you guys want to talk about that. I know I was just there this summer. Uh, 
to me, Mackinac is kind of like Traverse City, where it's just overrun with tourists, and it kind of ruins it. Um, it it just it feels kind of like a like uh, almost like a theme park kind of. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like a vacation spot. But uh, Alex, what I will say really quick about Mackinac, and but that was their first time there last summer, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, I've been to Mackinac. I don't know, probably a dozen times, and um, it's it's mm. <laughs> it's really nice because. If you want the um the, like the downtown feel with all the I mean there's no cars on it we all know that it's all horse drawn carriages and all that stuff and, and bicycles. bicycles uh so if you want like jinx, the downtown what it's a jinx you owe me soda oh thanks yeah I'll, I'll oh, you get can't you talk for the rest of the podcast <laughs> you're out I'll Venmo you <laughs> if you want like the downtown like touristy feel which to be honest sometimes it's kind of nice to be in an area where there's a bunch of people and kind of a little nightlife or, or good restaurants and good views right along the water. Mackinac Island has that. You can do that. You can you can walk on the porch of the Grand Hotel and sneak on there and, and, and sneak your bike across the front porch and drive right along there down the big hill. You can do that if you want. But if you want to get away from the people, I mean, the island has a lot of space around it that really nobody goes to. I mean, one of the best parts of going to Mackinac Island is biking around the island. At least I think so. That's a blast. Well, I haven't been there 12 times, so. How many times have you been there? Once. Oh, really? What was your experience? Did you like it? It was a long time ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was part of a Michigan trip that my family went on. You got to get back. That's all That's all my trips are Michigan trips. <laughs> um, you mean a trip, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Alex. I, I understand what you mean about Mackinac Island, but but sometimes a, 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 a dollop of touristy quote-unquote touristy nonsense is is welcome in a in a fun trip because you can get away from it if you want so at least that's my thought i enjoy it okay fair fair enough and i'm i mean we still had a great time we we definitely rode our bikes around the island and did some of the hiking trails so we got away from the touristy stuff as well but just actually being in town around all the the tourists was was a bit much and we were there during covid time so it was you know there were protocols in place and everyone was masked up and it, it kind of added a little bit to the stress of being in big crowds um so that might have been part of it you know have to have to give it another go uh back in normal time yeah and another spot that i have spent a lot of time in my life in is is sault st marie i mean we always go up there to watch the freighters at the sulox i think it's really cool and and don't get me wrong there's not much to do in sault st marie i mean there is a uh, a nice golf course like like 15 miles west called uh, Wild Bluffs. That's in Brimley, actually. And they're connected to a nice um, casino hotel resort, which is right there along the water on Lake, on Lake Superior. So that's there. But Sault Ste. Marie, uh, I mean, they have the locks. They have one of the best burgers in the entire state at Clyde's. Some people might argue West Pier Drive-In. I think Clyde's is better. Uh, so there's that. But, I mean, if you want to have the kind of scenic, uh, views of, of watching the freighters right along the locks. It's it's really cool without a ton of people. Then then Sault Ste. Marie is is a cool place to go. Like I said, it's not like you're gonna find these beautiful resorts and and shops and and incredible views. I mean, it's it's kind of cool. It's it's very unique because you see the freighters, which is I think really fun. So so that's something I've always gone to. So that's another spot that I'll throw in there. And that, that's in the UP as well, Zach, just if you didn't know. Mm, sorry. <laughs> didn't know that. Um 
well, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm throwing those out there. I, I appreciate everyone um, writing in, and sorry for those we didn't get to. It was a it was tough competition, I know. But are there any other Alex that you want to throw in there before we move along? Uh, no, I think we covered the big ones. Zach, uh, I mean, there's Lan- there's Lansing here, Lexington, uh, Lexington. I mean, you could name every town in Michigan. They're all great to visit just to feel their unique uh, vibes. Uh, Forrester, Forrester, Michigan. Forestville, Michigan. There's nothing in those towns. Just north of Forrester, Forestville. <laughs> like Royal Oak, you've got the, the zoo right there in Berkeley. Is Lansing really a spot that we're, we're throwing in here as a, as a vacation spot? You might as well throw love up. nuts games and breweries and some really good food with meat and Cosmos pizza. Uh, you can visit our buddy Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Tourist. <laughs> Tourist attraction. Matt got. Oh. <laughs> Matt on the on the on the Lansing beat right there. So anyway. Lug nuts right there, man. Uh what about what about beautiful Ruth, Michigan? Or Ubly? I mean I'm looking oh, at you, ugly. Zach. Yeah. We spent some time in Ubly's no, on the way to no Case. Oh yeah, Ubly. No comment. Yeah, Ruth, Ubly. Yeah, White, those are great towns. White Rock. White Rock. Austin Center. Oh, Bad Axe. Austin. Bad Axe. They have a Bad I, I, think, Axe. I think they have a Walmart there. Bad Axe. Uh Rapson, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Everybody rap You can visit Hell. Oh yeah, Hell, Michigan. Port Hope. In what in what Port state can you visit both Hell and Paradise? Port Austin. I already said Port Austin. I know I said Port I, I said Point Al Al Barks. Mm. Right next to Port Austin. Mm. There's also Grindstone City. Oh yes. Do you, do you know about the world that? famous Grindstone City. It's gorgeous. You have to go there. Bayport. Pigeon. Pigeon, oh, P- Michigan. No, it's Pigeon. Oh, I'm sorry, is it? Pigeon? It is Pigeon. Excuse me. <laughs> no, it's Pigeon. They have a, uh, a U- an IGA. One more thing I'll throw out before we move along. <laughs> an IGA. I-, I love that. They have an IGA. <laughs> Actually, I think it's a Spartan store now. Oh, yeah. They renamed them all. One of the spots that I will say that I need to get back to, I haven't been in a little while, is like the Ascoda area. I know it's along Lake Huron, but like the Tawas, Ascoda area. Uh, there is a really nice golf course in that area, and I'm trying to remember the name of the resort. It's um, it's uh, Alex, you know what it is, right? Don't you know? Any idea? What where we played the UAW course? No, not no. That's that's way up. That's totally different. Um, oh, I've never really spent time in the. Are you, Lakewood are you Shores. Lake- Lakewood Shores. I'm talking about Lakewood Shores. And, um, okay. yeah, they, they have, uh, I mean, a, a number of courses right there. I think, what is it, Red Hawk is right around there, too. But, but Lakewood Shores is, at least when I was there, really nice. Um, I, I mean, it's been a while. It may have gone downhill. I, I haven't heard much about it recently. But, I mean, that Oscoda. Why would you even say that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, maybe it's not. Prove me wrong. Write me in and prove me wrong. Yeah, 3.9 stars on Google. Yeah, it could be better. But I mean, the Ascoda area, there are there's actually some dunes. There, <laughs> there's some dunes on that side of the state too. Like Osable Charter Township around there. Um just when you get get past uh, uh Saginaw Bay and and get up to that little area. So that's probably another area yeah, of the I'm state saying. that's a so little you, underrated. You know what this segment reminds me of? If you guys ever you read those books that are, uh like Michigan thrillers or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> the childhood books. Thanks for that, say. No problem. I, 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 I'm trying to remember titles. I don't remember them exactly. Uh, I understand. The complexity. Yeah, I of this it was like the aliens and Alpina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alpina, aliens, and 
Yeah. The complexity of this particular system. I, I had all of them on my bookshelf. Thanks for talking over Jim Caldwell. <laughs> but yeah, no, Max, I've never, Two coaches I've never ago. been in the Oscoda area. That is one area of Michigan I have not explored too much. I'm hoping to get over there this summer. Um, Between like Pinconning and Alpena or... Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I haven't really been over there. I'm on the east side, the sunrise side. I've been there. Have you? It's nice. It's under. It's underrated. I would say that area is underrated. Unlike the thumb, which is uh, well, I I think I I think I said the thumb's a little underrated too. I think I think the Ascoda area is more underrated than the thumb, which think, is close to evenly rated. I think that they are the exact same area. It's just that what is that? That east side of the the mitten there. Yeah, is just a farther drive. Okay. That's my opinion. Fair right enough. Now. Fair enough. Um, are there any other cities? What would you say is the most overrated area of Michigan? Traverse City. And Zach, why would you say it's the UP? <laughs> Dick. Asshole. <laughs> Traverse City is the most overrated area. But it is beautiful. Yeah, it, it, and I like going to Traverse City sometimes. There's Don's Drive-In. There's Sledder's Hamburgers. There's the Blue Tractor, which also has a location in Ann Arbor. There's Slab Town Burgers. People say one of the best burgers in the state. Is there anything besides burgers? There's the Cherry Fest. <laughs> I okay. mean, come on. But I think it's a little overrated. Just saying. Sorry. Just saying. Just my thought. <sighs> no comments. I would go with no, Mackinac Island. Most overrated. You think so? Perhaps. Mackinac Island yeah. or the city? Uh, Mackinac Island, sorry. Mackinac City, is. I'm not a fan of it. Mackinac City is... Oh, I, I didn't even know anybody rated Mackinac City. I thought sure. it was just where you caught the ferry to go to Mackinac Island. No, you got to get the ferry from uh, uh, St. Ignace. Well, yes, of course. But Way shorter. Get right to Mackinac Island. But, eh, Traverse City, I'd say a little overrated. That's just me. I'm just saying. Sorry. Does it, have, like to be a, does it have to be a vacation spot? Uh, No. What do you have in mind? I was going to say Ann Arbor. <laughs> yes. Places that don't. Whatever's going on in the big house, that's the most overrated thing in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> this is Michigan. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, everybody, for your submissions. Um, that was a fun segment. I actually really enjoyed that. Um, but, I mean, and we will keep everyone posted with uh, the MLive story and what they have to say because they're going to be doing their, their research, their due diligence, and uh, uh, we'll keep it from posted. So I always do. We'll keep I always go back to MLive's list of best steakhouses in Michigan when I'm looking for a good place to eat. That's a great list. Um, okay. Well, uh, we had a Sunday night unlike no other. The, the night that people are waiting months and months for. The incredible Academy Awards were aired on Sunday night. I mean, outstanding. You wait months for this. Where are the Oscars? Where are the Oscars? Where are they? Oh, here they are. They're finally here. And pfft, nothing. <laughs> nobody, nobody gives a shit. Nobody <laughs> cares. Can you believe? The Oscars had over 55 million viewers in 1998. Wow. 55 million viewers. It was must-watch TV. Wow. Now, uh, in the midst of COVID, when people are supposed to be home and staying safe and not going out, I mean, people are going out, but not everyone wants to. More people are at home than normal. We'll just say that. The Oscar viewership rises to 10.4 million. In the final numbers, it was first reported like 9.5 million or so, the, the preliminary reports. Now the final numbers are out. 10.4 million 
viewers. It's like nothing. The least watched and lowest rated Academy Awards ever. Ever. The least watched, the lowest rated. And the 93rd Academy Awards. I mean, you didn't watch, Zach. No. Alex, you watched the- the last maybe 10, 15 minutes. I watched like 10 or 15 minutes in the middle. And oh my God, what a bore fest. Yeah. Just, and you know, here's one of the things. And and I don't want to turn this into some big issue, but when you turn on the Oscars, all it is is people lecturing you. It's these Hollywood people who think they're so wonderful and, oh, my God, my work is incredible. I'm crying over my work and my accomplishments. I can't believe it. And all they do is get up to the microphone and lecture people. They lecture the American public about every social topic that's going on. And let me ask you a question. What do the people who are living in Hollywood, who are living the Hollywood life, who are actors, who are maybe the most privileged people on the planet and living this incredibly different life than pretty much every other American, every other person in the world, what what do they have to say that's going to relate to me so much? And what can they lecture to me that I'm going to say, yeah, right on, I love it, I love it. I just do, I, I, I truly think people are just getting sick of hearing this. And and they don't they don't care what these these Let actors the want. <laughs> they don't care what these people have to say anymore. They don't want to be lectured for three hours, which by the way the Oscars are way too long. Too. <laughs> it's it's just a blow fest of celebrities like just saying how wonderful they all are, and I I, I really think people are just sick of it. And it, the 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 ratings prove it. I mean, am I wrong? Am I crazy for saying that? Just what? Why do you want to watch it? There are no movies out that anybody has seen over the past year. There are no actors that really anyone. I mean, outside of like, I don't know, like the Netflix like hits. Like, what what shows or anything have you watched? Not many. Nothing. There's nothing out. There's no one's watching anything. I I, I think there's a lot of shows people don't know. I think a lot of the 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 movies or I mean, it's the Academy Awards are movies, so these are technically films. Um, not TV shows, but but you're right, Zach. I mean, there's so many of them that people say, like, what is that movie? I've, I've never heard of that. Or even the actors are actors. Like, who, who is this? I, I have no idea who this is. There's not. I don't think there's a single movie I've watched that's come out this year. I don't know any. Yeah. Unless no, I can't name any either. I, I don't you can't know. even name a single one. <laughs> oh, I can I can name some that are out, but none that I've seen. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's one that you've what one that you've heard of? Uh, there was one, the winner of the best, uh, actor, I think it was called the father. See, I've never heard of it. Or Nomadland won best picture. Um, but I hadn't heard of either of those before (laughs) the Oscars, to be honest. I I mean, I'm maybe a little out of touch when it comes to movies, but I feel like I should have at least been aware. I think that most people should have heard of the movie. But I, I think it's that. But I also think people just don't want to be lectured to for three hours. They just don't. They don't want to. They want to break. It's a one-two punch of horrible. And the Disney-owned ABC are bragging that the 2021 Oscars were their strongest primetime telecast of the year. Think about that comment. What, does that really mean much? Their strongest primetime telecast of the year. I don't think that means much. For what? ABC? Yeah, for ABC. Who had the Super Bowl? Uh, not ABC. I think CBS. Mm. Uh, they are also chest pounding about topping CBS airing of the Grammys, who had 9.2 million last month, and the Golden Globe, the Golden Globes, 
with 6.9 million on NBC in February. The Oscars also bested last September's Emmys at 6.4 million, which was broadcast on ABC. Ha! <laughs> that victory lap is pretty standard for Hollywood's biggest night, but have but never have the margins been so tight. Just saying. Weren't, weren't you telling me that, like, NCIS beat yeah. out in the video <laughs> rankings? NCIS beat the Oscars on something. <laughs> Come on! What happened? <laughs> NCIS has been out for, like, years. It's, like, decades now. <laughs> I just... <sighs> How can that show beat out the Oscars? That's amazing. No, Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, I mean, who won? Who, who were some of the winners? Um, who, who won best actor, Alex? Um, it wasn't Chadwick Boseman, which I think people are kind of upset about. Um, it was Anthony Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins. What was the best picture? Um, it was Nomadland. Nomadland. Have have you seen Francis McDormand who also won, uh, best actress and the director Chloe Zhao won best director. Have you seen Nomadland? I have not. Have you Zach? Okay, I haven't even heard of it until you said it. Um. Well, so yeah, just like just looking at it, the only movie I can see that has like nominations that I had heard of before, or oh, here's another one. Uh, but one was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, Viola Davis was nominated for Best Actress, and um, One Night in Miami was uh, Leslie Odom Jr. was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Um, okay, those are the only I had heard of before the Oscars. Um, in, let's see. So, I mean, which is not, not that uncommon there. I mean, there are many years where I watch the Oscars and I haven't heard of a lot of the movies because they're more, you know, artistic, you know, you know, nominated for their filmography or what have you. And I'm just not, you know, into film that way. Um, it was a 58.3% drop, uh, from the Oscars last year, by the way, it's their third, it's their third, uh, hostless show. They don't have hosts anymore. And it all started with that. There, there was a big controversy like in 2017 or 18 where somebody was going to host, but then it was like he was canceled. It was Kevin one Hart. Of, yeah, I think it was. Was it Kevin Hart, Alex? And then he was like canceled or something. Somebody, he's, he tweeted something that somebody didn't like and canceled. So, so he didn't host and they haven't had a host since because I think people are almost afraid to host. Maybe that's a problem. You don't have somebody to go to to watch it for. There's no like, uh, you know. There's no like. There's no like. Uh, I mean, like it's like, like SNL. You know that person. You've seen them before. You know that they're recognizable or something you can relate to instead of just seeing a new person on stage every you know five seconds. Yeah, I, I think that's a big part of it too. Maybe we need to get into the uh, the meetings with the when they're planning out the broadcast. <laughs> I remember when Ricky Gervais hosted the the Golden Globes actually in 2020. And um, it was really funny. He had he had a great monologue, but it was pretty much like nobody really. You know, I'm gonna try to find it um, because it was like nobody really cares what you have to say. You're out of touch. Get your award and and sit down. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, oh boy, I it's it's this whole monologue thing. Anyway, um, you gonna play his whole monologue? No. No, 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 no. Right, let's do the first award. The first award. <laughs> the first award is for best actor in a television series, musical or comedy. 
To present the award are a couple of actors off the telly. What can I say? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Anyway, it goes on and on. I'm not going to get into all of it. But uh, I, I think it, you, you could use a host. Somebody that draws the audience in, that gets at least, they can put it like in the, in the, the, in the, uh, in the promos. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Somebody there. Something they can post to uh, YouTube afterwards, like watch Ricky Gervais's monologue. Sure, exactly. Um, I, I think it's a big miss, but I don't know. It's been going down, 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 abysmal, abysmal. They're gonna maybe they don't care. Who knows? Just so in love with themselves. It's all about us, and we're so special. We're actors. We're so important. Everyone needs us. It's all about me. Um, speaking of hosting, Elon Musk, that's been reported now that he's going to be hosting Saturday Night Live this May with Miley Cyrus. Oh, really? That is the musical guest? Next weekend? Uh, no, um, May 8th, I believe. Okay. Right, Alex? May 8th? I think. Oh, I think I'm it is find the, the link you or something put like in, the, uh, it's, in the chat. But yeah, I heard about this just recently. I was pretty surprised it's it's may 8th okay but uh so i mean that's weird elon musk and and i think alex you texted the zach and i about this uh elon musk hosting i'm like wow that's that's pretty incredible like to to actually have elon musk hosting have you guys heard him talk yeah a little bit i've heard him on joe rogan's podcast yeah yeah he's he's kind of um i don't know he's not very fluent he's not he doesn't strike me as somebody who is like a performer you know there's probably going to be a lot of, like, guests in there, like, guest actors or something. They usually do that for hosts that don't, you know, aren't actors. Yeah. Uh, but well, Honestly, a bunch of people probably will die in the beginning. It's yeah. it's tough sledding over there. We're that? an exploring um, species. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not for everyone. We don't want to make anyone go, so it's, like, <laughs> it's volunteers only. Oh, that's Elon. I think it's important for the long-term... Uh, preservation and, and ultimately the expansion and extension of the, the, the scope and scale of consciousness uh, and the long-term uh, probably survival of humanity and life as we know it, we must become a multi-planet species. It's just uh, because there are all these risks that we can't control. Existential risks. There's all these Asteroid strikes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's like super volcanoes. You know, we could do it, uh, you know, we have World War Three. <laughs> oh my God. Looks is like that before? Nice little guy, actually. <laughs> is that before or after he uh, he lit up the joint? <laughs> I don't know. Alex, are you playing this? It's a glorious adventure, and uh, it'll be amazing. <laughs> oh. an, an amazing experience. And your name will oh, go I in am. history. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, we're like listening to this. We're is like, that Elon Musk? It is. That is Elon yeah, Musk. Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like listening. I'm like listening to this. Like, is this going somewhere? Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well done, Alex. It's only our 37th episode. <laughs> I didn't realize the video started auto playing when I clicked on the link. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was backsplashing it, so I was just sitting back. Get him listening. out of here! Get him out! <laughs> well, I guess it goes to show Elon Musk. Uh, I mean, he's not the most fluent person. You're right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Alex! <laughs> it was just such good timing for Zach saying, like, oh, he doesn't speak that well to a video of him speaking. So I was like, oh, okay, Max is playing something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, lordy lord. He's Listen, it could be interesting. I don't know. He's definitely somebody, like, that I wouldn't mind seeing 
<laughs> on the show, I guess. It, it, it would just be interesting because he doesn't seem like a performer, you know? Well, some SNL cast members are not happy about him hosting. It's it's creating a bit of a stir. Why don't they? I see. I don't understand this. The the reasoning is is he's a billionaire, right? Well, I I don't know. Um, Saturday Night Live put out a um, uh, I mean you know their their announcement. Elon Musk hosting on May eighth. Uh, but some cast members didn't seem too excited. In an Instagram story, cast member Bowen Yang wrote. What the fuck does that even mean? As a caption to Musk's tweet from over the weekend, which read, "Let's find out just how live Saturday Night re- Saturday Night Live really is." <laughs> That's Elon's tweet. Let's find out just how live Saturday Night Live really is. He has a problem with that tweet. What's wrong with the tweet? What the fuck does that even mean, <laughs> Zach? <laughs> uh, Andrew Dismuke. Another cast member is who he trying by- to be funny. Maybe it's maybe it was like that guy was trying to be funny, but it came he, off as kind of. I don't think he was trying. To, how was that funny? Like you mean Bowen was trying to be funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not um Elon. Yeah, but the response was supposed to be funny. I, I don't it was know really how that's not funny. funny. That's the only thing I think of. I, I think he's actually upset. I don't understand why. Andrew Dismuke, another cast member who, by the way, I I think he's an up and comer. He's one of the featured players. He reminds me of John Mulaney. I think Andrew Dismuke is hilarious. But he's the guy with the giant ears, right? Yeah, he, he's like he always plays like a young kid. He looks like he's like 15 years old. Yeah. But he took to Instagram to apparently address the choice. He wrote, only CEO I want to do a sketch with is Cher E. Otri over a photo of former SNL cast member Sherry Oteri. So, doesn't sound like he wants to do a skit with Elon Musk. I don't see well, that. That was probably trying to be funny too and that was not funny <laughs> i probably butchered that do you remember that sherry oteri the only ceo i want to do a sketch with is sherry oteri yeah see the only thing i can think of is everything funny because if anything elon's like the most progressive of the ceos you well know? in this uh cnn story musk the eccentric. maybe not the most but he's pretty progressive yeah the eccentric ceo of tesla and one of the richest people on the planet has courted controversy in the past this includes comments he made about the coronavirus pandemic last year in an interview in september he downplayed the risks of the virus adding you would not take any future covid vaccine Ooh, bust daddy love the reactions from some SNL cast members are notable, but it's not the first time what, the show... What website is doing this? Uh, CNN. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need to know. In the fr- I mean, you can go... There's, there's plenty of sites talking about this. It's not... I just just clicked on it. Okay. It, ju- it just seems kind of ridiculous to me. Oh, um... <laughs> why did Alex say don't click on the link? <laughs> That's the one I clicked on that started auto-playing the video. Oh, it didn't auto-play for me! You need to turn your autoplay off, man. Just, Max is just a professional. It's talking about how um, <laughs> other times during SNL's history when a hostess stirred up, uh, you know, controversy with one of their host choices. I mean, the biggest one, I think, was, was Donald Trump in 2015 when he hosted. Do you remember that? No, I don't. You remember him hosting SNL? He hosted, it was like, I don't know, November of 2015. And, um, I mean, it was... Around the news when he announced he was running for president. I don't know how seriously people took him. He did not win the primary at that time yet. Um, but, I mean, it goes on and on. I don't know. Like, whatever. It was 2015. So, other times it has happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess we have another one on our hands. I mean, they're two different people. Two different personalities. Very different people. 
I don't think it's really apples and apples here, but it's... I, I agree with you, Zach. I don't know where this hate is coming from. Yeah, I don't see me. why. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Do you see this, Alex, or are we just being totally blind to something? Because I don't understand. I don't I don't know. He's just a polarizing figure, I think. A lot of people really like him. A lot of people really don't. I think he's just going to be another one of those hosts that kind of does like maybe two or three skits and sort of just fades into the background after his monologue. Maybe. Um, I might watch, I I might watch this weekend, though. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I always look forward to SNL, and it's May eighth, Zach, not this weekend, so it's too don't, bad. Don't watch yeah. this weekend, but why? What's this weekend? Is there one um, this weekend? But yeah, no, I, repeat. It'll be interesting. And you know what? I I like Miley Cyrus. I like when she performs. I think she's an incredible performer. Yeah, I just agree. Me. Her show before the Final Four was was really good. I thought Zach doesn't agree. No, I I mean I don't have an opinion. I haven't watched her. So You've never you've never seen her perform? No, I don't think so. I like seriously. I, I see I don't watch like live performances and stuff like that. Remember this bit? You used to call me on the cell phone. <laughs> that's one of the things I remember. Drake and Donnie. Wow. That's quite. That's quite a. Um, that's quite a performance. I don't think was Drake in this. I don't think Drake was in it. I think it was just the parody. Oh. But that's Trump in the uh, Hotline Bling parody from when he hosted in 2015, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, Alex, this is interesting because I think one of the big questions now that the vaccine is out there, anyone who wants a vaccine can get it. I think that's pretty well established at this point. I mean, across the entire country, right? So, so we're getting there and this is going to piggyback off of a story that, that I want to talk about Zach, because the one behind a paywall, which we have incredible breaking news. We've managed to get past this paywall. Um, so I want to get to that, but, um, can you have a drink after the vaccine? And I, I guess the answer is surprising. I, I didn't realize this, but this is news to me. Oh, can you drink? Yeah, a drinky poo. <laughs> so, Like have alcohol. So, yeah. Like at all. I, I, I clicked on this headline because I remembered seeing a story a long time ago about, like, you know, I remember when Russia came out with their vaccine and everyone was like, oh, because they didn't actually, like, I don't know, approve it or yeah. anything that they're supposed to do about it. But Putin just said, yeah, we have a vaccine and I gave it to my daughter and it works. So everybody should take it. <laughs> well, when they did that, and this is in the New York times article that I'm talking about, yeah. it says right here, some of the first concerns about alcohol and COVID vaccination began circulating after a Russian health official warned in December that people should avoid alcohol for two weeks before getting vaccinated and then abstain for another 42 days afterward. Uh, <laughs> according to a Reuters report, the official claimed that alcohol could hamper the body's ability to develop immunity against the coronavirus. And her warning sparked a fierce backlash in Russia, which of course has one of the world's highest drinking rates. Um, so I remember that story and just how everyone in Russia was so upset about this long, you know, period where they'd have to abstain from alcohol. Sure. And so I was like, Oh, is there like actual data about this now? Let me see. 
And um, White Claw so is, is live. Long story short, there is not any actual data about it, but the doctor that they interviewed said, yeah, definitely don't drink heavy after getting the vaccine for probably about two weeks while your body builds up its immunity. But he says that moderate alcohol consumption can actually improve your body's ability. <laughs> I'm so confused. So what do we do? So so you're, you're suppo- are you saying you're supposed to drink? Our doctor is recommending to drink alcohol after the vaccine. Well, let me Moderately. Uh, let me read this. So, Doctor, uh, I'm going to butcher his name, Mesa Audi and colleagues uh, provided You're rhesus monkeys access to alcohol beverages for seven months, and then looked at how their bodies responded to a vaccine against pox virus. Uh, so, much like humans, some rhesus monkeys enjoy alcohol and will drink a lot, while others show less interest and will limit themselves to small amounts. Uh, the researchers found that the animals that were chronically heavy drinkers had a weak response to the vaccine. Uh, but the animals that consumed only moderate amounts of alcohol generated the strongest response to the vaccine. Wow. Even compared to the monkeys that consumed no alcohol at all. Well, there you go. Interesting. The monkeys know. That's, so case closed, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's proven. They, it's, uh, other studies have found that when people drink moderately, it seems to lower inflammatory markers in their blood. So maybe that's it. So they're saying... Don't uh, don't drink heavy, but don't abstain altogether. Get your vaccine and then go get a beer, but not too many. Well, there we go. Uh, important news from the uh, professionals, the medical professionals in this country. Would you agree with that, Zach? Dang, I just butchered that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't have to say anything. I'm a doctor, too. <laughs> I, I love your timing. That's, that's phenomenal timing. That's where a number one rated podcast right there. <laughs> Nailed it. This actually, before I want to, we can close with the sports stories that we put in here, because um, I would like to talk about some of that stuff. And we've never closed with sports. We're usually open with sports. But before we get to that, um, I, I, it's behind a paywall. I know, but we, we're we're past it. We we've we've done the work. We've gotten past these paywalls. These these vicious paywalls by these local papers. Who knows why they're there? But but one of the stories in the headline, I think it was the Detroit News about these this Gross Point School. Uh, oh yeah. Story. So can can you go through this, Zach? Because I'm kind of curious to hear what you have to well, say. Well, yeah, I am the secret agent that got behind the paywalls. I, I know. I know. Yeah. We're 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 all relying on you now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a new story coming out about uh, Gross Point had unsustainable number of students in quarantine. Uh, the students were saying they were being over-quarantined at uh, Gross Point schools um, to keep... Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> and, Come and, on, Zach. You can do it. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach! 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 I got shit everywhere. I shit all <laughs> over myself. Sorry, guys. I lost my spot. The paywall is uh, confusing me. Yeah, I can't <laughs> read it. There's no, there's no words on it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what is happening is students were being over quarantined because they were Good if they were within six feet of another student who had the coronavirus or tested positive then they would be forced to go home okay. is what they were doing so now the gross point school system has reduced the distance for contact tracing below the federal and state guidance to three feet when a positive covid19 case is found among the students and staff so now if you're within three feet of somebody you are not if you're outside of three feet of somebody, you don't have to be quarantined anymore. Is what they're saying. Okay, so this was my question. It sounds okay. So they say what are they like? State and national guidance is six feet. We've been hearing that for a year now. Six feet, six feet, six feet, six feet. But 
everything that I've looked into, and this is actually coming from recent developments and from from Tony Fauci himself saying how that's not Tony Fauci. Well, Anthony Fauci, whatever, saying how you know the six feet rule was kind of an an old study, like from the late eighteen hundreds or something like that. Yeah, I heard it was. I don't know the exact date, but I heard it was a late study too. And and the research over the past twelve months has shown that. Actually, it's probably closer to three feet that actually is the recommended distance. Yeah. But, but first of all, that's not being reported. I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't understand why. And I, I think the only reason I can say is because we've been so used to the six feet rule. For, it's almost like ingrained in us. The six federal, feet. The Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the state of Michigan define close contact as somebody who is within six feet of an infected person. So okay. there you go. So, I mean, but that's that's the state's guidance, right? Yeah. So, the other medical research that's been going on across the country that says, oh, it's actually maybe three feet, it's it's just... And, and now Gross Point is doing this in their schools, and, and people are probably causing a, a, a shitstorm because of all this, right? <laughs> according, people are pissed. According to the data released by the district, more than 1,900 students needed to be quarantined after an exposure in April alone. So after one exposure, they had to quarantine 1,900 of the students. Wait, April of this year or last year? Um, this year, I would assume. As well as some teachers and staff. Well, I guess it would have to be this year because I don't even think they were in person in April last year, were they? No, yeah. I don't know. So they're changing it to three feet now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's interesting. I, I, I just think that, yeah, we've, we've lived with six feet, which is fine. And I mean, better safe than sorry. But if, if additional research comes out, isn't it okay to like, you know, look into it and accept it and and realize that there's people saying that maybe there's other data that suggests otherwise? It's just so easy to say six feet now. It's it's become part of our culture. It really has. Yeah. And it's it's tough to to shift away from it, even if additional or new research comes out that says, yeah, the study from the 1800s is is you know okay, but it looks like. You know, it's not the magic number. It's actually closer to three feet. Yes, I saw. So, sorry, I'm just reading to see what they talk about. It. The they're just saying that the Wayne County is still abiding by the um, still abiding by the rule of six yeah. feet as recommended by the state. But they are not going to do anything to the school district to enforce that. They can't okay. do anything. So well, there we go. So I I I appreciate you paying for the. Uh, paywall <laughs> to get behind it's that. sorry it's a really long article to it's, be honest with you it's an interesting read and and when you think about it it's it's kind of like you know it's what are we doing here for sending oh, here kids home for being within six feet of each other when that's not necessarily i mean we want kids in school we want them in school safely i think that's the i've always thought that was the best bet here you go in march the cdc changed the guidelines for the schools and so that students can sit safely with six feet of space between them and their classmates was six feet or three feet? Or sorry, three feet. It was three feet. Yeah. I so that. Wait, can you say that one more time? Yeah. Yes. And uh, the CDC changed its guidelines for schools and said that students can sit safely with three feet of space between them and their classmates. Okay. So why is nobody talked about that? Why, why is that almost a footnote in the story? I feel like that's I don't know, kind of it's a super buried. <laughs> isn't that like a big deal? I guess. I, I don't mean, know. we've been living with six feet for a year, and and the CDC comes out and says, "Oh, actually, research shows three feet for school students." But yeah, are are people just ignoring that, or or like, I I don't understand that. I, don't I think know. people are ignoring the six feet anyway. 
Well, maybe so, but I, I've heard nothing in the news that says, like, and this is coming from somebody who watches a ton of news everywhere, and not just one source. I go everywhere, but I have not, I, I mean, I've heard bits and pieces of it, and that's kind of why I knew about it, but I don't know. I just I just feel like it'd be a little more prominent of a, of a story that says this research shows this, and it would kind of keep a lot more kids in school, which is, I think, what everyone wants. I, I, don't, I can't believe how buried that is. Yeah, I, no, I'm, I, I'm shocked. Literally, this I, I'm really shocked. This story, this, so the story is like, I don't know. Is like, the story like three or four pages, like just for reference, like three or four pages long? Is like, it it's cast, a long. Is it casting a negative light on Gross Point schools for doing this? Are it, people like kind of pissed? It's kind of just talking about how the Wayne County is kind of against it, but they can't do anything about it. But so. the CDC comes out and says this is what is acceptable, and people don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. No. Happy 2021, everybody. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I really don't. <sighs> well, so that's what's going on there. Okay. Um, <laughs> before <laughs> I know, fun topics, right? So so much fun. Well, let's let's close this out. We're at, we're at about an hour fifteen or so. Um, I know that you guys put some sports stuff in here, and we do have the draft coming up. When, when is the draft? Is, is it? It's not this week. It's, it's Thursday. Thursday. It's this Thursday? Mm-hmm. Two days from now? Exactly. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, what did you guys put in here? Because there are a few stories that I know we wanted to touch on. Zach t- has had some draft stuff in here for about six <laughs> weeks now. Yeah, I was actually trying to look at uh, Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft, but it is on an ESPN paywall. But I, I believe he has <laughs> oh, no. another paywall. I know I can't get behind this one, but uh, I think he has us uh, Panay Sewell going to us. He's the offensive tackle. Oh yeah, out of Oregon. Yeah, supposed to be. Very... Zach, go to the Ringer. They have a really good mock draft that's not behind a paywall. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> draft week, everyone. So, with the draft coming up, <laughs> we have a mock draft out of the ringer that is going to tell you who your Detroit Lions are going to take at number seven in this draft. At number one, they have Trevor Lawrence, quarterback Clemson. I think most people would say he's going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, by the way, and I think most people would agree with that one. Uh, I think number he probably already owns real estate in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Justin Fields. They have kick you in the teeth. <laughs> they have Justin Fields going number two instead of Zach Wilson, oh, which boy. is actually kind of shocking. I don't understand. Wait, which which mock draft are you looking at? I must be looking at the wrong one or something. Excuse my language. That's the oh, this is uh, Danny Kelly's. <laughs> Danny was it Kelly. last updated? You've had enough of that shit. Four slash twenty-seven is what it says. It's a, bo- it's a hot take. Say, mine does not say. Uh, what yours says okay maybe you should read it alex because i don't have the updated one then mine has zach wilson going to the jets number two okay how does one person have the updated one the other doesn't are we using different internets here i don't know go to the ringers front page and then click into their draft from there it should be right there on the front page okay that's what i did uh anyway going third to san francisco do the, do the 49ers currently own the third pick? Yeah, they do. They traded up uh, with um, Miami. They switched oh, that's picks. Right. Yeah. Okay, so they have San Francisco taking Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama, number three. Wow. <laughs> that's three quarterbacks right off the board. Yeah. Right in a row. Bye-bye. Mac Jones. 
I know Mac Mac Jones Mac Jones is an interesting one because I think a lot of people agree that the NFL is moving toward this sort of mobile quarterback sort of thing. The uh, who who who's a good like the um like Russell like Wilson. Kyler Murray? Kyla Murray, Russell Wilson, these people who can move around in the pocket and make the throws, and uh, the Alabama quarterback is not mobile. <laughs> nope. I don't know if you've seen a picture of him. He's actually kind of chubby. It's kind of funny. <laughs> At least he chubby. was after the after the national championship game. Yeah. Number four to Atlanta, Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. See, this guy's like polarizing because most people think that you shouldn't take a tight end this high, but the uh, the the draft boards everywhere have him super high. Like yeah, they think he's a total freak. When and they're uh, where they say who the player is like, they say he has shades of Darren Waller, who's a tight end, and then Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> what a comparison! <laughs> I mean, he he ran like a four point four something low four four uh, forty. I mean, he's really fast, and he's six six, two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be kind of like DK Metcalf at tight end. Like, add a couple more pounds to DK Metcalf, and I think that's who this guy is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. he's super, yeah, super fast, super yeah. athletic. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, then Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU, number five to the Bengals. Uh, number six, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama to the Dolphins. And that leaves number seven, your Detroit Lions. Oh, wait. No. They have <gasps> the Chargers. At number seven. What? That means we traded back. Oh, my God. You've had enough of that shit. So where did we go? All right, now I got to scroll. Well, first of all, just the uh, the highlights. Number nine to Denver, they have Trey Lance. Number 10 to the Patriots, they have Justin Fields. They traded wow. up, too. They traded up. Yeah. So what happened to the Lions? Where, 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 where'd they go? The Lions number are... 13. Yeah. What'd they get? Number 13, we're taking tackle from Virginia Tech, Christian... Darasaw. I know nothing about him. <laughs> no, I don't know. I you hear so much about uh, Panay Sewell and uh, Richard Slater. What did they get for moving back? They Does- say we got the Chargers number thirteen pick, their number seventy seven pick, and a twenty twenty two second round pick. That's horrible. Which, that's not really a great get. I don't think. I no, there, there's like somewhere we get like a first round next year, and like I don't know. That seems pretty bad to me. Yeah, I don't think they're trading out for that (laughs) to get the lose out on Pene Sewell, who they were talking about as a top three pick earlier, before this run on quarterbacks. Yeah. No, I don't know. It it, it seems strange to me. I would not be happy with that. No. (laughs) Like, there was one today I was reading, and it was like the Packers, and we would move all the way back to 29. But we would get the Packers' 29th pick, yeah. a third-round pick this year, a third-round pick next year, and their first-round pick next year. Now, that seems well, a lot better than, sure. I mean, even dropping back, you know, an extra 13 spots, and that's what you get. So, well, 16. But still, it's like, that would be a lot better of a turnout. But I, there was a great article out here by um, by Woji. Wojo here! And he, he talks about how Brad Holmes has is, is next up to, you know, make the Lions great again. Well, at least great for the first time. And he talks about how the draft bar has been set pretty low. Yeah. And he actually he mentions the top five biggest draft busts that the Lions have had Ooh. 
The bustiest bust. The bustiest, the bustiest bust of the Detroit Lions. In the past 20 Whoa, years. Joe here. Hey. Is it just all of them? How, how do you only have five? Well, no, he, he picked He picked the top five. He said there was a lot to choose from well, in this category. You have to take into account, I mean, when you say bust, that somebody, you know, picked pretty early, you think is going to be great, and then just fades off. Yeah. I, is Ebron one of them? Oh, yeah. Abs- well, he's not the top one, but yes. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys probably won't guess this first one. Okay. I, I, I think this first one is kind of. Is this an order? Is this the worst? Yeah. So this is number. This is the worst. Can you go the other way? Go five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So number five. And this is first round picks. No, first, just the biggest bust, the bustiest bust. It could be anywhere. But but for all intensive purposes, they are mostly. No, they are all first and second round picks. I mean, this first run is a second round pick. That's when a bust is going to happen. He's a famous, uh, he's a famous linebacker. That uh, oh, Giovanni Tavai. No, no, no. It, from oh no, sorry, cornerback from Florida. Do you know Tease Tabor? Oh, Tease Tabor. <laughs> Taken in the second round in 2017, one of Bob Quinn's finest draft picks. <laughs> But Giovanni Tavai, Alex, was a honorable mention. <laughs> um, and then number four, this is this is Max's. This is what you said. Oh, Ebron. Yeah. Oh, number bust, four. Bust. Taken at number ten overall in the 2014 draft. Um, it's not just the Lions that are on, the only team drafting in the NFL who are addicted to tight ends. Wow, I am really butchering this guys today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, they they picked. Picked Eric Ebron over the future Hall of Famer uh, Aaron Donald. Can you imagine if can they? I, can I make another guest guess? Yeah. Did he put Jeff Okuda in there? No, he didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't still... even think he was an honorable mention. No, maybe it's still it's too soon. He was 2019. 20, 2020. No, 2019. He was 2019. I promise. 2020. Are you sure? I have, I have a guess. Yeah. Are you give sure? Me, give me the number three, Alex. Oh, Jeff Okuda drafted. Um. Hmm. It's either gonna be. Nick Fairley or oh um, damn it, you're right, Zach. God. Or Ziggy Ansah, damn one it. of the defensive linemen. <laughs> no, I thought those, but I mean, those ended up actually being decent players. You're right, Zach. I'm sorry. 2020. Apologize. My fault. Yeah, I know I'm right. <laughs> you dick. Um, no, these uh, two of them are receivers. All right, keep going. Keep two going. Two of them in the top three are receivers. Okay, keep going. Charles Rogers, number three. Number three. Okay. Michigan State pick number two overall. Oh, in he the just picked 2000- him because he was a Michigan State player. Yeah, you know, oh, I, I knew I, you would say that. I see. I I don't. They picked him number two overall, though. That's horrible. I, that is horrible. Like, why did they do that? <laughs> He's a bust. Decent career, I thought though. Bust. I don't think so. Um, bust. Twenty-two bust. <laughs> oh no, he played. He played three seasons. Parts of three seasons, fifteen total games. Yeah, that's a bust. Eleven, twelve, fourteen. 24 bust <laughs> and then number two a quarterback famous quarterback from when the lines were really really bad joey harrington yes oh geez <laughs> didn't have the arm strength or the mental fortitude for one to be the tough to have the one of the toughest jobs in the nfl i'll give the guy credit for dealing one of with one of the over-the-top criticism i blame the lions for pinning such enormous hope on him uh, Harrington was 18 and 37 in his four scenes, four seasons, and completed with a meager 54.7% of pass rating. 13, 16, 26, bust. <laughs> and the number one, see this one. Oh, I, wait, 
Wait, wait. We got to guess. We got to guess. Okay. The, the number one. This, see, this one's kind of wild to me. I'm not going to have a guess. I, I, I'm not going to be able to get it. I would say, like, Ebron over all of these people. But uh, uh, So I'm looking at a list of draft picks. Oh, so well, okay. Well, he I but it's every single Lions draft pick over the past, you know, the past 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Mike Williams. I'm not going to answer. wide receiver. Don't you don't know? No. It is Mike Williams. Oh, there, Alex. There you go. Number ten overall. Uh, what year? It is in two thousand five. Okay. I this I remember this. They were like they were trying to get weapons or something. It was horrible. It is not just the Williams was Millen's third first round draft pick receiver in three years. <laughs> Spawning a new joke oh, that like, will never ever die. What a disaster of a time <laughs> for the Lions. It's just that he sat out his final college season, added weight, and lost speed. <laughs> added weight and lost speed <laughs> it's that he was drafted for the singular reason of creating a red zone mismatch for the struggling quarterback joey harrington who needed much more talent than that Jesus. williams had 37 receptions and two touchdowns there you go red zone threat oh, for the lions and uh was out of the league by age 27 oh my god you've had enough of that shit i did they traded him to the uh dallas cowboys right he was on the Cowboys oh, geez, for a little bit? I, I think know. so. I think that was Roy Williams. Oh, Roy Williams, yes. Roy. He was drafted the year before him. <laughs> um, so there they, we go. They have uh, they have three of rare gems, too. Um, they didn't include Stafford or Calvin Johnson in these draft picks because obviously those would be great. But they did yeah. have three other gems that he noted. Uh, Frank Ragnow. He was drafted in 2018. I think he's, he's still starting for the Lions. Yeah, he's still a good starter. So. Yeah, Kenny Galladay out of uh, Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Another Bob Quinn, you know, highlight. <laughs> sure. And then uh, a rarity. Darius Slay in 2013. It was Martin Mayhew you picked that one. So. Okay. Slay, Slay. But obviously, there's if those are the three highlights they can get in 20 years of high round draft picks by the Lions, you know it's been bad. <laughs> Hopefully, oh my God. Hopefully, Brad Holmes can do better. Uh, well, it's coming up this Thursday. We have round one, and uh, we shall see. Uh, the Tigers, uh, they, they, they blow. I don't, we don't even have to talk about <laughs> them too much. Fucking I just, I, there's a, there's <laughs> they're, this, dis- they're a disaster right now. Come yeah. on now. They got swept in their last series. By um, the Royals, yeah, who are not a good team. Oh, gee. It was a four-game series, too. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> At home, in Detroit. Yeah. Gone. Just... <laughs> You're gonna lose good. You're gonna lose bad. Lose bad. I guess. I don't want to talk about him. We're in an hour and a half. We need to do our, wait. We need to do our weekly update on Badu. What's his batting average? Badu. Hold on. Let me see if I can it's find big, it. I'm pulling it up. Uh, did you want to see anything about Michigan State, Zach? He's batting at point two five nine. Oh my god! Hold on. I do want to no, share. So he's some holding of, steady. He's holding steady. I okay. Do, I do want to share some of these stats. Okay. So here's how the Tigers stack up against the 29 other MLB teams <laughs> entering Monday. So a batting average of the whole team, the yeah. whole team, 0.205, and that's oh 30th God. in the MLB. Oh, my their God. Ba- their on-base percentage is 0.264. That's also 30th in the MLB. That's that's great. Go get them, <laughs> A slugging percentage of 0.357, which is 28th. On-base plus slugging percentage is 0.261. That's 30th. Oh, Home nice. runs, uh, they are at 
25, which is 16th. So they're 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 middle of the road in home runs. Um, runs per game, they are at 3.05, which is 30th. Walks, they are at 53 walks, which is 27th. And I'm assuming that's you know you want less walks, right? And then strikeouts, <laughs> strikeouts and stolen bases, they are both at 26 and 27th in the NF or in Jesus. the MLB. Excuse me. Jesus. So they're horrible. Unbelievable. That's a disaster. They are absolutely horrible. In year five <sighs> of the re- rebuild, people are calling for uh, Alvila to be fired. Yeah, I know. They should be better after five years of this. Oh, yeah, There absolutely. should be a little more spark. Like, can we get behind something to root for? Or at least some young talent to root for. There's yeah, none of that either. You'd think so. <laughs> Except Badu. But he's, his betting average is going down. A little more uh, I mean, getting back to reality. Badu's a highlight on a I know. awful, awful team. I know. Um, well, deadlines in every category. I'm looking at <laughs> before we like get out, we're, we're, we're most in strikeouts, <laughs> uh, least in near the bottom in stolen bases, near the bottom in walks drawn. Uh, let's see, near the bottom in total at bats because the games just end so early. <laughs> we have no hits. Yeah, you get no hits. You can't make the games last. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Absolutely oh, horrible. The offense is horrible, and the and the the pitching is. Very middle of the road. <laughs> Makes her a very I do like terrible... watching Casey Mize pitch. I will say that. Didn't he get blown up on his last one? I thought he had a good outing last time. It was uh, Saturday. Did he pitch Saturday? I don't know. Wasn't it that game that was like two hours long on Saturday? And they got... Well, they lost. <laughs> really? Uh, all right. Was there anything about Michigan State you want to say before we get out of here? No, I, we we can push it to another time. Okay. They'll have plenty of like. It sounds like the <laughs> portal is open until the start of the fall season. So right. you good, Alex? Yeah, I'm good. Just gotta throw in there that we enjoyed the spring game or the spring. Oh practice. yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. How I, was it? Did you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. I didn't see your Twitch stream. Oh, that's too bad. No, you you really watched the whole thing. It was great. It was a great shit. stream. Full of shit. We have flies. We have flies and heat (laughs) coming from this big pile of shit right here in the basement. To be fair, they didn't even actually play like a spring game. What what do you mean? It was was like a practice. It It wasn't even like a real game. We talking about practice. So, so, okay, so is that your cop-out for not watching? No, no, I watched. Oh, give me I a still break. Watched. You did not watch. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to see who You're they had in the one, who they had in the two, You're and who the best quarterback was. Honestly, I I, I thought uh, there's a transfer out of Temple, Rousseau. Rousseau. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think he had a very good game. I thought he looked horrible. I thought uh, the guy we had before, uh, what who he started? Thornton, Peyton Thornton. Peyton Thorne. Yeah, he looked really good. Jesus. So I just wanted to see who would start. Okay, know. all right. Fair enough. Alex, did you we enjoy all... it? The deep? Yeah, no, it was good. I mean, <laughs> I have pretty much the same feedback as Zach. Um, yeah, Peyton Thorne looks surprisingly good, which is which is good. So we have a real quarterback competition because I think Russo was brought in to to start, but I did hear that the coaches are leaning towards Peyton Thorne because of his uh, knowledge of the system. So yeah. it's good to know that not only is he knowledgeable with the system, but he also is executing. So right. love to I, see that. I also thought the defense, the defense looked like a big 10 defense. The offensive line still needed some work. I thought <laughs> it did not look like a putting big 10 the, offensive putting line in the work. So we'll see. And I think it's worth, I think it's worth pointing out that there's still plenty of transfers who were not involved in spring practice. Yeah. That won't come in till. So it'll be nice to see them, especially I th- think on defense, we have a lot, 
like our linebackers and our cornerbacks that are transferring in were not a part of uh, spring ball. So okay. yeah. well, we'll touch on it more um, next week when we uh, come on back with episode two. 10 and 2. Second in the Big East. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Go for it. I, I hope, man. I want him to do well. I know you guys don't believe me, but I really do. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, we uh, we thank you for tuning in to this week. Uh, make sure to find us on Twitter. Uh, you know, if you have something that you want to say about our Michigan vacation spot, send it in. MLive is still taking submissions and yes, they are. voting, so you can uh, send it in to us, too. Uh, we will report on MLive's outcomes when it happens uh, twitter <laughs> is at early dot podcast you can always send us an email or facebook message us email is cutting out early dot podcast at gmail.com yes, and our facebook page is cutting out early the podcast uh so make sure you find us and uh you know go to the go to the facebook because i don't believe that uh zach i mean our social media team is really following up on that so let's let's see what's going on there put him anyway put him to the thank test. you for listening <laughs> put him to the test uh well Appreciate everyone out there. See you guys next week. See ya.